740. <laughs> so certainly not before 737. Can you eat no matter what time we get out of Dominic tonight? I understand early. You can prepare, but you can't eat before minimum 737. I don't know. 737 reminds me of the max, no? Isn't that 737 max now? Uh, the airplane, no? Yeah, 747. Yeah, but the one that went down was the max. Yeah, right. Huh? Oh, the airplane, the airplane. The airplane, the, the, the Boeing, the 737 max, that was the one that had the problems, no? The 737, yeah. no? They recalled all of them. Yeah. Now they're back. Yeah. So there's a problem. We'll do it improving. Okay. The, uh, so Jay uh, did an incredible job at managing to not make one mistake uh, during the davening. Uh, that was pretty good. I, didn't, I was not as successful as Jay was. Uh, but uh, one of them that's most puzzling, and I, I finally saw an explanation this year I'll share with you, is the Hamelech HaMishpat. Right? Normally, the one that talks about justice, right, uh, that uh, God should please restore justice, uh, referencing the Sanhedrin, referencing um, just general... Uh, integrity in the world, uh, referencing Mashiach. So the, that we want to God to, to restore the justice. Baruch Hashem, the closing words, Melech Ohev, Mishpat. God is a God that loves justice. Right? We see Jeremiah constantly is, reproofing, um, is offering reproof to the people. Do you think I want your offerings? I want you to be honest, people of integrity, people that you could rely on. That's what Hashem is always telling us. And that's Melech Ohev Tzedak but a king who loves righteousness and justice. He wants us to be straight. On, on, during the 10 days of repentance, uh, we say HaMelech HaMishpat. We stress God is the God who is the king of justice. HaMelech HaMishpat. The king of justice. And that's our focus. The, 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 um, The idea of uh, what happens if you, um, if you say the wrong uh, thing. What happens if you say the wrong thing? So this is one where it's, uh, on, at first glance, it's better to be Ashkenazi. Because if you're Svardi, right, the Mechaber says that uh, go back to go. Do not collect $200. You have to start again, my friends. Right, all over again. Um... The, but the, the Ramah writes, the Ramah writes that Minig Ashkenaz is that uh, you don't, because you said, Melech Ho'ev Mishpat, you hinted to the fact that God is connected with justice, so that's, uh, that's sufficient. So I always thought that it's better to be Ashkenazi. I thought it's better to be Ashkenazi. You don't go back, you don't have to say, you know. So I was in Shir once uh, by my Rebbe. So he said, no, it's not the Pshat. It's the opposite. Better to be Sephardi. Why? Uh, because according to many opinions, you have to go back. Just there is a minority view, a significant minority view, that holds that you don't go back. So the Sephardim just go after the majority. The, you got to go back. You got to go back. That's the way it is in life. Okay. Whereas the Ashkenazim are afraid of what? Safek bracha. And therefore, you can't go back. So he used to tell us in yeshiva that if you're going to space out 
Space out by Hamelech HaKadosh. What? Is that when you got to go back? Exactly. That one you have no problem. If you space out, you got to go back. So you hit yourself in the head and you go back. Hamelech HaMishpat, you can't go back. So it's where you messed up and you can't fix it. It's almost like, you know, when you got, you know, you got into a fight, your wife was wrong, it happens, and then you raised your voice, and then you lost. It doesn't matter that you were right five minutes ago. Once you raised your voice, now you're finished, and you have to go, well, that's it, now you lost, there's nothing yet, you're darned. And that's the shot over here. So therefore it says, but you can't go back, right, when you mess up. So it's much more important to try to space in uh, by Hamelech Hamish, but it's right in the middle. It's like the weakest time of the Shemona Esrei, right? Um, and uh, it's a problem. So, but try to uh, be like Jay and remember. Sure. But so the um, the uh, but the question is, I mean, what is such a big deal over here? I mean, what is this Amalekha Mishpat? Okay, we get the law, the laws we went through, but what, what's the idea behind this Amalekha Mishpat? So I saw beautiful. The Rambam writes that when we talk, the Rambam talks about justice. So he talks about the, 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 the judicial system, the court system. So the court system, the way the court system is supposed to work, I'm not talking about America today, but the way the court system did work and the way it's supposed to work is that the judges, if there's a law, there's a law. And the judges have to implement the law. And the Betin has to implement the law. Right? They can't say, well, he was a poor boy and therefore, you know, we have to extenuating circumstances, we have to let him off the hook. He killed, it doesn't matter, but he... Uh, he had, a, he had a tough upbringing. Or, right, if you're following this case uh, out uh, west, right, or it doesn't matter uh, different factors about the lady. No, the lady's rich, she deserves punishment, right? So this idea doesn't exist in Torah. This idea doesn't exist in Torah. The Rambam says very clearly, a judge has the case in front of him, the facts, the halachas, he looks in the books, what does the Torah say? And he has to follow the law. He doesn't have leeway. That's the halacha of a judge. When it comes to the... the so that's one type of, um, of mishpat that the Ramam talks about. In another section of law, of the rules of kings, right? in Melachim, there the Ramam talks about a different type of justice of the king. The king's justice. The king's justice, the Ramam says, is different. The king decides the cases, he hears it, and he asks, what does society need? The, right, the king has a different different uh, power entirely, a totally different purpose and a different power. Right? And the Rambam, the Ramba, the, what's the example? Right? If you remember the story with, with, um, with Nasan Hanavi. If you remember, Nasan Hanavi brings a very, very horrific case uh, before David HaMelech, he brings a case, he says, this case cannot go to the Betin. It needs to come before the king himself, before King David. And he talks about, he, he tells King David that in your kingdom, there is a family, a very wealthy family that lives next to an impoverished family. And this impoverished family, they have gunished. They have nothing. They have a little kid, one calf, one shepsile, one sheep, Right? And the, the rich guy next door is making a party. 
he's making a party, party he, needs a, he needs to shecht a lamb, right? But he's too cheap to shecht his own lamb. So at night, what he does is he jumps the fence, grabs the guy's sheep, jumps over, and he shechts it and he uses that for his party. He says, Madinoi. So the, the, uh, um, the, the prophet Nathan brings the case before David. He says, Madinoi. Thomas, you should die. You should die. <laughs> Thomas, the guy showed the sheep. Okay, so he's got to pay four or five times, right? Four, four times. What is this Thomas? What's a die? <laughs> is that a capital crime? Yeah, he may be a louse, you know. Maybe you should put him on the front page of the thing, of the Times. I don't know. But uh, he's not a um, he's not capital crime. The answer is that David Melech said that such a heinous crime, that, that needs, the, the people have to be warned. The people have to know that we can't have such people in the Jewish people. This has to, yeah, we have to use him as the example uh, for what has to happen. So that's an example of the king's authority um, in the sense of overreach, if you will, meaning he's over, right? You have the opposite. You have Shlomo Melech with Evyasser HaKain. Right, that he tells him that really, I should kill you. Right, but because you did such and such for the Jewish people, I'm not going to kill you. Meaning the guy deserved a crime, this person deserved a crime, they should be killed. Right, uh, against the king, whatever it was, he said, I'm not, gonna, I'm not going to kill you. Right, so you see both ways that the king has that power. Not, not so what happened was the, the case was David, then he told David Atahish, you're the man because you took my cheva but that's not relevant to our, case, to our story here that's not uh, relevant the, the, the point is that one yeah 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 okay that's, that's what he's talking about he was just setting he, he set him up baby you know what I mean Nelson <laughs> was good he was a good drama you know he put, set the whole court Atahish yeah that, that's a story but it, it, it doesn't change the uh, doesn't change the, the, the fact the, the concept so Relevant to us, coming back to us, is that when, when Hashem is going to judge us, right? Let's talk about Rosh Hashanah, right? We said many tefillos on Rosh Hashanah, before Rosh Hashanah, and Rosh Hashanah, and the thing. we keep saying, right? Don't bring us before justice before you because no one's going to merit the case. We're all, we're all darned. But what happens? We know there's Rosh Hashanah. But they were constantly, we don't want God, but it's a day of judgment. You spent the whole day in judgment. Don't, don't come in judgment. But what do you mean? The, the case came up before trial. All of us went to trial yesterday. So what, what does it mean? What are you talking about? Don't come before us to judgment. It's happening whether you like it or not. You can put your head in the sand, but it happened no matter whether you want it or not to happen. What is this nonsense? Right? Uh, wishful thinking only applies in the United States. It's not the reality. Right? Alternate universe. Right? You have to be real. What is this going on over here? So the idea is that there's two different concepts. There is Hashem, who is the, uh, who's, so to speak, like the din, the dayan, the judge. There's a scale. Good, bad, what did you do? What didn't you do? You kept up here what you should have done. You didn't do what you should have done. You had potential. No, but that's the Dayan, the judge. What are we stressing here, though? We're telling you, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Melech, HaMelech HaMishpat, the king of justice. A king, a 
king can take in extenuating circumstances. A king can look at you, right? You're, stri- you're struggling, you're trying. He can look at what, what, what your personal challenges are, right? Is that you can plead your case before the melech. That's acceptable. And that's where you'll see the whole, all of the davening seems to contradict our paradoxes in the davening. One, because one aspect is talking about God as the judge. Judge is the strict letter of the justice. Exactly what it is. Right. On the other hand, is this Hashem as the Melech, as the king, who can look benevolently and could, so to speak, flip it. Right. And that's what we're stressing here. And that's the point of the Hamelech Hamishpat. Right. It's the, a little bit the opposite of the way we would think. The Melech has the power. Right. And that's what we, we talk about. Hamelech Basod in Kabbalah. Everything is the king is in the field. Right. What's the help of the king is in the field? Right. The answer is this because that's your opportunity to plead your case. You have the chance to put it before the king. Right. And therefore, is, is that's what we're asking HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that's what we should be spending this week. Part of the introspection is, right, right, the tshuva. How can I do better? How can I eke out a little bit more? Perfect, I'm not going to be. Right? We're not fooling ourselves and we're not fooling God. But if we can show that we're trying, if we can show that we're reaching, if we can show that there's a struggle, that there's mitigating circumstances in all of us, but we're pushing, right? So then HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the Melech. The Melech Bezrat Hashem will give us a Gemar Chasim Page 52.